lost my religion, but I found God. Sounds high, but I'm better seeing how far that I come from the darkest the nights to the light, irregardless of all of my many flaws. Welcome to Radio Irregardless, your non-standard blend of irrespective and regardless. Now please welcome to the Internet Airwaves. Really? Internet Airwaves? It's okay, you can just do it. It's just just say Internet Airwaves. It sounds really cool. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just not Internet Airwaves. Okay then. Please welcome to the Internet Airwaves, Mark Scalia. And welcome to Radio Irregardless with me, your host, Mark Scalia. How are you doing, guys? I was, uh, and it's, just, it's the way it always figures, I was fine. And then literally, as the music starts playing, my headphones start acting weird. But whatever, we'll get into that. So welcome to the show, everybody. If you're listening to the sound of my voice, you're listening one of three ways through my website, markscalia.com, and check out more of that site. And if you want to be more participant, if you're not just content with listening and you want to be part of the active show, you click that speaker box you're listening to, and that will send you right over to the broadcasting site, which is Mixler, M-I-X-L-R.com. And then you can sign on using a Facebook address, and then you can be part of our live chat. If you can't listen live because that's how we broadcast, you can listen to the slightly edited for time podcast version of the show available through Google Play and iTunes. And as we always start the show with the Happening Now monologue. Everything that happens now is happening now. What happened to then? That's the When? Just now. We're it now now. Go back to then. When? Now. Now? Now. I can't. Why? We missed it. When? Just now. When will then be now? Soon. I'm back from New York. I went to New York City for the day, actually a couple days with my wife as part of my New Year's resolutions to try to have more experiences, to do more, to get out a little bit more, to share some adventures. <laughs> so I am back from New York. And I will say this, um, I have not been in New York in a while and I kind of missed a little bit. It was very cool, very interesting to hang out there, you know, and spend some time with the wife in a different way, because when we first were there, we were boyfriend and girlfriend, and now we're there as husband and wife, and the dynamic changes a lot. Because <laughs> when you're there as boyfriend and girlfriend, it's, oh, yes, everything is fine, and what do you want to do? I don't care. We'll do whatever you want to do. And as husband and wife, it's like, this is what I want to do. I don't want to do that. <laughs> Pretty much. But we we kind of we, we we did our best because my wife is a certain kind of planner and I'm a certain kind of planner and sometimes those two certain kinds of plans don't intermix and that's just the way it is. So we kind of compromised. We set out list of things that I wanted to do because I'm a bookends kind of guy. So you know I don't care what we do as long as I know what we're doing and when it ends. That's pretty much all I want to know. Or a rough idea on time, stuff like that. That's what I like to do. So what my wife wanted to do was a very simple thing. It is an exhibit in New York. 
that's been going on for a little while. <laughs> it's the Downton Abbey exhibit. Oh, how wonderful. How wonderful for you. <laughs> I was the only man there. I was the only fucking... No, I'm, that's, that's a lie. That's a lie. There was another gentleman there, probably in his 60s or early 70s, and he was asleep on a fucking bench. Yes, holding a coat, waiting for his wife. But yes, I was I was one of the only few men there. And it, what it, there was a male security guy. <laughs> yes, there was. Yeah. And he was like, what the fuck are you doing here? Dude, save me. Save me. That's what he's doing. But it was interesting. Um, and, uh, you know, it's an exhibit. It's more like, uh, you know, you walk in. And they greet you, and you walk through these big double doors. So it looks like a it looks like the the replica of the castle. And you come in, and then Carlson, the the butler, tells you all about the things. Oh, welcome to Downton Abbey. But, but, you know, he says all that thing, and and then you walk through, and they had costumes, which was nice. And they did what they did is they replicated some rooms that looked like the set of Downton Abbey. You know, the staircase where they have all the conversations that looks into the kitchen and. They had a, a screen door where they had like video projected on it, so it, people came walking into the kitchen and then talking to you and things. Um, and then they did a whole replica of the actual kitchen with the doorbells and you know the windows and the food was out and games and so it was actually kind of cool. And then they had some stuff and then you walk around the other. So they have a downstairs and an upstairs, and then they have an up upstairs, which which you know. So downstairs you're in the kitchen. And checking out the, you know, the servants' quarters and all that. And I never watched a single episode of Downton Abbey. Duck. <laughs> I know, better duck, because Karen was all over that. So, so in the basement they had, uh, you know, all that, all that stuff. And then you went upstairs, and you literally walked up an escalator up. And as you walked up the escalator, you were in the upstairs. So then they showed the dining room and. Uh, one of the great halls and all that and it was and then of course they have video playing everywhere of all these people doing things which is actually kind of cool um, you know and the actual movie stars uh, the TV show stars are talking to you and they're giving little things and they're showing clips of the thing and they have like some costumes here and there and then you go all the way up to the top floor and they've got the costumes and like like all the costumes well, not all the costumes, but a lot of the dresses and the wedding dresses and apparently the stuff like that. They had a couple of the, you know, what's his name? Thomas Crowley. Not Thomas Crowley. Was it? Yeah. Tom Crowley. No, that was the other one. I don't know. The guy who died, who's now, you know, played uh, Charles Dickens and he's on the X-Men and blah, 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 blah. So they had a bunch of those costumes and then they had these little, you know, replica stuff and maybe some stuff from the 20s that was actually kind of co- cool um, to really authenticate what it was and it was so it was interesting it was you know it was like walking through an exhibit like at the museum so it was interesting but it was you know kind of expensive to do that but it's what she wanted it's what she wanted to do so i went with her and we took pictures and they said take pictures and pictures and pictures so we did so it was it was very cool, and we went all the way up, and then we went all the way down, and did a, let's oh my oh lord, my wife watches Pole Dark and loves it. Oh, what is this? There's a whole conversation that I didn't even look at. Pole Dark. I don't know what Pole Dark is. Karen's trying to get me to watch that. I don't like PBS. 
I don't like a network I pay for and don't watch. <laughs> anyway, so we did that, and then we had lunch. We had lunch uh, at, what was it called? It was called, oh, I got the receipt somewhere. What was it called? I'll give my wife a second. She'll write it down. But it was cool. Uh, like a burger place in New York. They're a small chain. Uh, not so much a chain, but more of a, it was called Bear Burger, which she's probably looking it up, Googling it right now. To see if there are other bear burgers around. It was actually good. I got a, I got, you can build your own burger. So I got a, a collard green wrap instead of a roll. I got bison. I got tomato and uh, blue cheese and uh, alfalfa. It was actually a really, really good. And then they make these Brussels sprouts that they roast these Brussels sprouts. And it was so goddamn good. It was so good. There's one in Duba. What is Duba? Oh, Dubai. I'm not fucking Dubai. I'm not going to Dubai for a fucking hamburger. Besides, how can they work in fucking Dubai? The cow is like... <laughs> it's a fucking cow. Anyway. Oh, and a belated happy birthday to my brother. The burger demonstration description is much more generic than the music in the background. <laughs> We're like, we all had burgers that afternoon. And then we got the telegram that Thomas Crowley was killed in a car accident. And Lady Mary sobbed. <laughs> fucking cares. I don't care. The show's been off the air. So after we got... Yeah, and that's enough of the fucking Downton Abbey music, by the way. I'll just stop that. That's just enough. Completely enough of that. So then we kind of hang around uh, New York. Where I went down to went that's where the Segway story I started earlier. We went to a place called Drama Books, and I got this very cool book of sides. And for those of you who don't know, sides are essentially portions of a script that that directors give you, casting agents give you, so that they don't give you the whole script. So you don't know everything that's going on. You just know that scene, and it's a really cool book. And the reason I got it is because. I'm actually going to be starting up these things that uh, Karen and I was speaking of. And I had done it before. I, I want to combine my teaching uh, with more of the uh, the film editing and things like that. So I'm going to be starting up this thing, and I'll give more details about it. But it's going to be very cool. I'm going to involve actors. It's going to involve directing and filming and uh, maybe even like stage reading. We're going to get maybe an audience for it sometimes and things like that. So it'll be kind of interesting just overall. So I got that book. She got a couple books. And then we went to go see John Lithgow at the Roundabout Theater, which is the American Airlines Theater just outside Times Square. And we saw him do his one-person show. And it was just watching him was amazing. And, of course, I have his book, Drama, An Actor's Education. And I was fascinated with him. And uh, I did that quick scene with him on Daddy's Home 2, which I got to meet him for the first time and then, you know, kind of blah, blah. So it was very interesting. And then the, the show was just amazing. Then we hopped in a cab, got back to the train, and then we came back and blah, blah, blah. So it was a very nice trip to New York. It was it was a lot of fun. And my wife and I hardly hurt each other. It was very nice. We got along. You know, as it's well documented on this show, my wife and I have no business being together. We fight like fucking cats and dogs because I hate her and she hates me. But we put on a good face for the children. <laughs> and the children being my cat, who we both missed fucking terribly. <laughs> so, so that was my trip to New York. So as I'm in New York, I get an email. Apparently, my passport's all set. I 
talked about that at length on other shows. And finally, I think they're going to issue me my passport. And I hope they do, because that means that Karen and I can plan our trip to London to go to the Charles Dickens home and go see Big Ben, Parliament. Hey, kids, Big Ben, Parliament. <laughs> we can see all that, which I hope so. I hope that comes up. And, and I was surprised I got an email yesterday because of the government shutdown. Shut it down. Shut it down forever. <laughs> yes. Oh, shit. Yes, it was completely shut down. I don't know how I got the email. So, But the government's back up and running, which is good. But we're all back up. Everything's working out. And I don't know if you knew this. Catchphrase. <laughs> catchphrase. Does your apartment look poor? Yeah, it's a real shithole. Shithole. That's the new catchphrase. As a matter of fact, I was talking about it all weekend when I was on stage. The the president of these United States used the terminology shithole. Like, for reals. (laughs) Now, here's the thing. First of all, we should all be embarrassed. I don't care what side of the aisle you're on. We should all be embarrassed that somebody representing us used the term shithole to the world in regards to the world. <laughs> Fucking that's that's a faux pas. Shithole is something you think in your head and never say out loud. That's like you walk into somebody's house and go, wow, what a shithole. But you wouldn't say it. You go, uh, that's a... Nice couch from Bob's Discount Furniture or whatever it is, Building 19. Or Not to say Bob's Discount Furniture doesn't have decent stuff. I'm just saying they're not a sponsor. I don't give a fuck. So, but that's the kind of thing. But, you know, and then everybody's trying to spin it. Now, here's the thing. Is it racist? I don't know. You could kind of extrapolate it could be, but you can't say it directly is. Because what he said is, I, you know, why are we getting people from shitholes like Haiti and Africa? I'd rather people from like Holland. Now, it's, and of course, Anderson Cooper, who's a tool, fucking tool. He goes, well, because Haiti and Africa, which are black, and Holland, which is white. And I'm like, it's, it may not be a black white thing. It may be the fact that Holland invents a lot of shit and the government works pretty well and they don't suffer from any natural disasters or anything like that, or they haven't in a long time. They're very productive as a country and they're doing all right. Maybe he wants those people to come here and start inventing cures for AIDS and DNA and stuff like that, as opposed to other countries that may not be as productive. It could mean that. What is this? Kofefe, all, all these shitholes. <laughs> and there are there are no black people in I don't know. I mean, and I think that's a racist jump, too, for Anderson Cooper to say that Holland is white. I mean, it's like saying America is white. America's not white. America hasn't been white since, like, maybe, maybe the late 1800s. Then it was mostly, then it was mostly white. Even then. But let me even forget about if it's right, if it's racist, whatever. It is. Forget about all that stuff. Forget about it. Just don't use the fucking word. It's fucking simple. Now, there is some truth to it, though, because think about it. If you're going from one place to another because you want a better life, 
chances are where you're leaving is not as good. And it <laughs> and it might be a shithole. I feel like it's, you you might live in a shithole if you're leaving to come to America. I mean, it's kind of like and again, I don't appreciate, you know, that's the thing you just don't say. You don't look at any other country in the world and go, what a shithole. At least not on Twitter. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. We got bigger problems. <laughs> We're coming to America, which originally, does your apartment look poor? It looks like a shithole. Is from the movie, Coming to America. I'm telling you, I'm a fucking writing genius. <laughs> And the reason I play this is because, goddamn, Neil Diamond, he's got Parkinson's. Fuck. He had to cancel. Yeah. He had to cancel his tours. He's retiring because he's got Parkinson's, which is a fucking shame. It's a terrible thing. But I got to say one thing, one good thing about a celebrity or somebody in the know or somebody a lot of people know, well-known getting a disease of any kind is it brings a huge level of awareness to that disease. I know Michael J. Fox has done amazing things for Parkinson's and he's hoping that with all the research they do, they can cure him or maybe not in his lifetime, but certainly his children's lifetime, which I think is great. And of course, Neil Diamond, you got to know it. It's fucking awesome. It's such a great song too. And of course, it's We Live in New England. And it's, you know, bah, bah, bah. <laughs> now you listen to songs like this, and it's amazing how it, you know, you feel inspired, inspired to come to America. Everything, the good things that represent America. And now we go back to one. Now we go back to one because over the weekend was an anniversary of Donald Trump becoming sworn in as president, and they did another woman's march. I don't get it. I literally don't get it. And for my female listeners, my my women, my ladies, my gals, whatever, you know, I don't even what whatever you want to be called these days. I have no idea. What do you call a human female without making it sound Weinstein? <laughs> the fuck it is. I don't know. I think women are concerned about having their rights taken away by the current administration. Okay, that's a legitimate concern. I don't care what a woman does at all. I really don't. I don't care what anybody does. As long as I don't pay for it. That's the whole fucking point. I don't want to pay for it. I don't want to pay for anybody's mammograms. I don't want to pay for any testicular <laughs> fucking things. Any finger in the butts. Turn your head and cough. Or <laughs> I don't want to pay for any of that. I don't want to pay for it for me. What makes you think I want to pay for it on somebody else? That's just insane. And I, I get it. I get it. I mean, but the president doesn't have that kind of power. They really don't. They absolutely don't. Everybody's worried about that. The president doesn't have that kind of power. He can try to do it. Congress, that those are the ones that make the bills. Those are the ones that make the law. president can't make a law. That's the whole point of the executive branch. He can't do shit. He can say it, but he can't exactly do it. I don't know. Remember all those executive orders? <laughs> Fuck it. I don't want immigrants coming in, and I'm going to, the, the seven-country ban, eh, unconstitutional, bye-bye. <laughs> okay, uh, here's what I want to do. I want to make sure that this, eh, sorry, can't happen. <laughs> so, 
He's done nothing. He's done nothing except send bad tweets. And he's not pissing off other countries. Everybody's worried about that, too. He's not pissing off other countries. America is like the drunk guy at an all-sober party right now. And in three years, people are going to walk up to us, you know, like Russia or fucking Sweden or Britain go, hey, that was pretty touch and go, wasn't it? <laughs> nobody's going nobody's gonna to fuck with us, please. Even if you did, it's like the drunk guy going, I'm going to fight you. You look at him going, oh, no, you don't want to fight. <laughs> oh, you know something? One more thing before. Speaking of stupid shit. Uh, and I didn't know this was real. My wife brought it up. Apparently, a couple weeks ago, we were watching Saturday Night Live. And they had a, a spoof on a song called Gucci Gang, which I didn't know it was a real song. I just thought it was a spoof. And what they did is they spoofed it, uh, and they called it the Tucci Gang. But this is a real song, and I don't fucking get it. Okay, for those of you who don't know, it's Gucci Gang, 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 same thing over and over, like fucking six times. Then I go, spent 10 racks on a new chain. My bitch love do cocaine. Oh, I fuck a bitch. I forgot her name. I can't buy a bitch. No wedding ring. Rather go buy Balmain's. And I don't know what the Balmain is. I really, that's how fucking out of the loop I am. Spend 10, and then it goes, then it just repeats itself over and over again. It is an awful song. It's fucking hard. My bitch love to go cocaine. Gucci gang, Gucci gang, Gucci gang, Gucci gang. Then it's, Mylene cost, <laughs> Mylene cost more than your rent. Ooh, Mylene. Your mama still live in tent, yeah. Still slanging dope in my jet, yeah. Me and my grandma take meds, ooh. None of this shit be new to me. Fucking my teacher called tutorie. <laughs> That's real fucking lyrics, man. Fuck that. Bought some red bottoms, got a whole hell of jeans. Fuck your airline, fuck your company. Bitch, your breath smells cigarettes. I'd rather fuck a bitch with, from the projects. They kicked me out of a plane because of, per, of Percocet. Now Lil Pump fly a private jet. Everybody screaming, fuck WestJet. Lil Pump sell the meth. Lil Pump still sell the meth. Then it says, hunt it on, hunt it? This is a real thing. Hunt it on my wrist, sipping on tech. I smell a Grammy. The YouTube video, Karen pointed this out, something like, it was like 40 million hits. 40, 40 million with an M hits. I don't get it. I, I just, maybe I'm old. Maybe, I'm almost 50. I have no fucking idea what this is. And if I would fucking... This filter is used as a filter on Snapchat. I don't even know what the fuck that is. I don't even know what the fuck that means. What is a fucking filter on Snapchat? I have no fucking idea. I'm telling you, I don't fucking... I'm like, hey, fucking kids. Hey, there's no fucking kids you punch in the fucking head. I can imagine stopping him at all costs. <laughs> and one of the costs would be, because John Wick was on today, 
So I happened to think maybe I could just take a knife. Now, I'm not saying I would actually do that. I'm just, I imagine it. (laughs) Oh, my God, Devin. I'm going to hell probably. It's just, I don't get it. I literally don't get it. I don't understand. And then there's this. Why, why can't we do this again? I mean, not exactly this, clearly, because... <laughs> I didn't mean it like that. I didn't mean it like that, Neil. I totally didn't mean it like that. I meant we can't, because Neil Diamond is a different type of artist, is what I meant. I didn't mean because you've got Parkinson's. Don't extrapolate. See, there's too many people trying to fucking extrapolate. That's the problem. <laughs> it's a shithole of songs. <laughs> All right, now I'm ready for my break, everybody. (laughs) You are listening to Radio Irregardless. We'll be right back, everybody. (laughs) Don't infer. I've got a surprise for you. I guess I'm probably not the surprise you expected. They're back. So what do you want to do? Police still targeting them. Tonight, Dateline's hidden cameras are in an undercover house complete with a hot tub. So, did you bring your uh, swim trunks? And Craigslist, we talk about oral sex. There's the internet addict who comes clean. I'm too old for this shit. And the marine sniper who comes armed. She's Bill Sweet. She got everything. What's in store for all of these men? Chris Hansen with a new To Catch a Predator. You're one ugly motherfucker. Hey, what's up? This is Corey Manning, comedian by night, superhero by day. Right now, I'm on the radio uh, or, or a phone or internet. Mark is on the radio with me on Radio Irregardless. Now, if you Google Irregardless, it's not going to come up, but the podcast actually exists. And you're back at Radio Irregardless with me, your host, Mark Scalia. That was Corey Manning, a guest from two weeks ago. He was part of the Salem Comedy and Spirits Festival, which I didn't I didn't touch base with you guys. I should have told you a little bit about the Salem Comedy and Spirits Festival. It was uh, a tremendous success. It, I had so much fun. The comics were just amazing. We had some lower numbers, which was fine because you know we had a lot of competition. The weather was completely bipolar. It was like minus five, and then it was up to forty, and then it was back down again. So it was it was a strange thing. Plus, uh, I don't know if you guys know this. Oh, you must have heard by now. I'm back. I'm thinking I'm back. The big game. Tom Brady. Tom Brady. Tom Brady. Oh, 
It was so worth it. That little thing that I just played for you, that's 40 seconds long, took 45 fucking minutes. You know, I should play it again because it was fucking worth it. It was totally worth Boom, it. Boom, shakalaka. Boom, shakalaka. Tom Brady and the New England Patriots going back to the Super Bowl, which is fucking awesome. And I know it's kind of a bad thing. It's bittersweet because if they win, you know Tom Brady's going to retire. He's just going to stop. He's got to stop because what else is there to do? What else? Nothing. You have six fucking rings. You don't have enough fingers anymore, fuckface. You're over. You know, and you got a bad thumb, so now you got to put two on the other hand. And, of course, Bilicek, if Brady goes, Bilicek's gone because Matt Patricia's going and Josh Daniels is going. We don't have a, a backup quarterback because we went with, um, yeah, win more. What do you mean win more? This is win more. It's now it's not fun anymore. It's like Meryl Streep. Just stop it. What else are you going to do? Stop it. Just stop it. I mean, you need you can't get another shelf. You just <laughs> just stop it. I'm fucking uh, but I don't know if you guys and this is the funny thing. I didn't know about this. You know the whole Bud Light commercials with the the old the Middle Ages, they have the dilly dilly thing. They put together a bunch of commercials. They did one for the Eagles, and of course, they did this one. Patriots of New England, hear my words. When thy enemies want to dethrone you, you must defend what is yours. And when haters accuseth thee of foul play, remember, it's because they're jealous of thy rings. And when thou feelest that the battle is all but lost, rely on the wisdom and handsomeness of thy quarterback. <laughs> Follow your sleeveless leader. Dilly dilly. Dilly dilly. <laughs> which which is kind of annoying in a way, but it's gone past the annoying part. Now it's gotten to be funny again. When it first started, it was funny, and then it was annoying. And then it was really annoying, and now it's funny again. And that's the thing. And Bud Light is smart because they fucking had de dedication and said, fuck it, we're sticking this out because we know... If people hate us, and then they hate us, and then they hate us, they won't hate us anymore. It's like the Budweiser. What is it? What's up, Budweiser? Budweiser. You know, that was like nobody's. That everybody hates that. Everybody hates it now. Don't do it anymore. Don't do it. And they went, what's up? And then fucking came back. They should do a what's up, dilly dilly commercial. Is what they should do. But yeah, we're in the big game. Looks good. I hope. Worst beer ever, but marketing campaign. Yes. Actually, I don't mind Bud Light. I like Miller Light, actually. But Bud Light's not bad. It was never annoying. It was always awesome. Dilly dilly. <laughs> dilly dilly. <laughs> well, you know, since, since I could... <laughs> now everybody's putting dilly dilly in there. <laughs> See? Just keep saying it. It annoys people, and then after a while, it becomes funny again. <laughs> Uh, so let's do this. Let me type this in. Let me just make sure I got my right stuff in. And here's what I want to do. Since I got a lot of people on the airwaves tonight, I would love to play a game with you guys. What's this? Philly fans are the worst. Dilly dilly. <laughs> my goodness. Uh, you know something? Let's, let's just play a game. Let's forget about the bad. Let's forget about... The marches and the protests and the shithole remarks. 
and the crazy guy, the crazy drunk guy, and I don't know if you know this, his anniversary is like tomorrow, and they show him pictures of him and, you know, Melania, not fucking happy. Who knows, who knows what goes on? But anyway, I want to play a game we have not played in a very long time, and since we have a lot of people on tonight, and you guys are musically inclined, I thought, let's play a little Sounds Like Sex to Me! Since we haven't played this game in like almost forever, I have to reintroduce the rules. Sounds Like Sax is a game where I play you a saxophone solo and you have to guess the artist and the song. Both. You don't get credit for half. You have to get the whole thing. Artist and song or song and artist. And don't just put dilly dilly in there anymore. That's enough of the dilly dilly till the end of the show. That song never ends. It <laughs> it does end. So here's the first one. This one's a little tricky, and it's and it's weird because they almost never say they never say the title of this song in the song. How about this one? It's like 40 seconds of saxophone. You have to get the artist and the song, everybody. 50% credit ain't going to cut it. Trippin' Billy's Dave Matthews Band. No, not Trippin' Billy's. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not Trippin' Billy's. It's, isn't it Trippin' Lilies? I don't know. It's Trippin' Bullies. No, it's not. Don't trip bullies. We got enough bully. And they do say the name of the song. They do, but that's not the name of the song. Trippin' Billies is not the name of the song. Or Trippin' Bullies is not the name of the song. And it, it you go, well, let's see. Chris got it right with the Dave Matthews Band, but Kim got it first, the Dave Matthews Band. All you got to do, first person gave me the title. Super easy. Super easy. Now, don't Google it now, you cheaters. Tom Berry said Ants Marching, and he said Dave Matthews. That is close enough, and I think I'm going to have to give it to him. You know this game sacks, man. That is it. What? Yes, it is. It's Ants Marching. It's not Trippin' Billies. He goes, Ants go marching. I hate him. I just him. Him and Eddie Fetter. Don't call my daughter. It is Ants Marching. It is. I'm telling you. I already said it was. Here's one from my childhood. You may not get this. Oh, my God, yeah. Hugest crush on her. Then she posed naked in Playboy, which was kind of awesome. <laughs> it was like a childhood fantasy. 
It's like when I saw my sister's best friend dancing at a strip club. I was like, I literally took the guy I was with. I go, this is literally a dream come true. (laughs) Correct. It is Debbie Gibson. Can you name the song? Lost in your eyes? No, it is not lost in your eyes. No, but you're close. You're close, close, close. Foolish Heart by Debbie Gibson. Tom Perry taking two for two. You know this game sacks, man. That is correct. That's Debbie Gibson. Oh, by the way, it is Ants Marching because I'll play it for you. Now, granted, that's not Gucci, Gucci thing, or whatever the fuck it was. Gucci gang, Gucci gang, Gucci gang. It's not. Come marching, Gucci gang marches on the. <laughs> they should do a duo, a fucking duet. Anyway, so Tom, you got two. So can you make the hat trick with this final one? Super tricky. Fifteen seconds. Remember artist and name of the song. <laughs> I'm just reading the comments on Foolish Heart. Boom. He says, used to wear her perfume, Electric Youth. I absolutely love that perfume. Oh, my God, yeah. I mean, well, it was different. It was the 80s and early 90s. And my God, you know, sense of... Anyway. Let's move on because I get it. Well, I'm standing, so that's good. They should still make that perfume. The bottle was cute, too. All she wants to do is dance by Don Henley. What? Well, we weren't paying attention, and Tom Barry snuck up behind us with the hat trick. <laughs> you know this game sacks, man. The hat trick. All she wants to do by Palmer. No, it's Don Henley, and it's all she wants to do a dance is dance. And uh, where is it? It is here. Sweep. It's it. A sweep, which has not happened in like forever. So you know what I'm going to do? I am going to, let's see if I can play that for you. Yeah, I think I will. I think it will because, you know, we haven't had that in a while. Boom. Yeah, not that one. (laughs) This one. No, not that one. It's this one. And that's all we can play because Rocky's from Philadelphia. So that's all you get. And speaking of that, let's take our second break and we come back. I'm going to talk to you guys a little bit longer and then we're going to wrap the show. I got a couple more things I'm going to talk to you about. You are listening to Radio Regardless. We'll be right back. At a wedding toast, he confessed to giving the bride chlamydia. 
people know him as that guy. He'll ask about your children at a urinal. He once approached an undercover officer for drugs in front of a police station. He is the most inappropriate man in the world. I don't often drink beer, but when I do, it's at an AA meeting. Stay thirsty, my friends. When you watch cable TV, sometimes there's nothing good on. And when there's nothing good on, you get bored. And when you get bored, yada, 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 yada. And Nazis come and rape your grandchildren. Don't let Nazis rape your grandchildren. Get rid of cable and upgrade to Radio Irregardless with Mark Scalia. And you're back at Radio Irregardless with me, your host, Mark Scalia. And nice hat trick. Nice sweep, by the way, Tom. And I will say this. Now the conversation has, <laughs> has really taken a toll. Let's go back a few a few of these things. Um, let's see. Uh, they should bottle that perfume is where we got it. And then uh, it was, I got moist for that perfume and ex- and exclamation. Oh, my God. Yes, explanation. I love cheap 80s perfume on a woman. What about Cody Wild Musk? I never smelled that before. And Loves Baby Soft. Oh, yeah, I love Baby Soft. That's what, and then the 90s, it was Escape. It was. And wasn't it, well, Eternity, it was Poison. Remember Poison? Like, Poison, Poison, p- 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 Poison. Not the song Poison, clearly. But, oh, <laughs> uh, no, it's Poison. But it was, I remember a girl, oh, it was Fendi. Oh, my God. Oh. <gasps> White and Elizabeth Taylor, white something, white shithole. Not white shithole. Stop using that word. Stop using it. You know what's fucked up? NPR was using it with regular usage. Not just like the whole, you know, now they go S-hole. And I'm like, oh, my God. You know, it's just fucking terrible. White shoulders. No, it was white diamonds. Liz, Elizabeth Taylor was white diamonds. It was White Diamonds was Elizabeth Taylor. But remember Fendi? Oh, like Fendi cologne? Oh, my God. They are so much. Fendi. Fendi cologne. I'm going to... Maybe they... You know what? I wish the internet was more able. I wish... Fendi. Oh. Yeah. I forget the girl. I even forget her name, but I'll never forget how she smelled. (laughs) You'll never forget your first woman and how she smelled, which I think would be a terrible commercial. That's not cool in this day and age. You can't say shit like that. <laughs> uh, you just can't say it. You just you just can't, you know. <laughs> oh my goodness. Remember this? Remember this? <laughs> God, I, I I truly do miss the late 80s and 90s. I truly do. I do. (laughs) You know something? I almost got laid to most of these songs. (laughs) (laughs) Stop it. 
Just stop it. Uh. Uh. It's it's good to reminisce. It's it's good to reminisce. Otherwise, you know, it's gonna be terrible. We have to listen to other things. I just want to punch him. I just want to punch him. Like, you know what it is? It's like that anger. It's There's, there's a different level of anger. But it's like, it's like, I can't describe it. Like, I'm enjoying feeling this type of anger. It's... I would just punch him with that consistency. Punch, 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 punch. Punch, 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 punch. Punch, 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 punch. That's right. Fucking punchy, punch, punchy, punch, punchy, punch. We have such a good time, and then all of a sudden that happens. So I don't know. I sell meth and I get cool. Stop it. I don't even think it's me being old. Because it's not like our music was great, but at least most of the words you can understand, and they would, you know, and they were just talking about maybe having sex, like talk dirty to me, is kind of the closest they got to a lot of things. And I'm not a hypocrite. I'm not a prude. I know it's different. Like in the '40s, people went, "Who the fuck is this chubby checker? Who's doing the twist?" You know, and all that stuff. You know, and of course, I'll just play it. I'll just play it here. I'll just play it. Hey, where is it? Uh, I know it. Yeah, especially this. You shake my nerves and you rattle my brain. Too much love. Little Jerry Lee. You broke my wheel. The blood of three. Goodness gracious, great balls of fire. Now he's talking about fucking in this song. Everybody knows it. Charles, <laughs> Ray Charles did it. Gucci Gang will be performed at the halftime Super Bowl <laughs> But everybody knew it. You know, even in the seven, even in the sixties. Every even in the sixties. Like I'll go uh sixty. Uh I can't feel it. You know? Yeah? Tainted love, get it? You know? How about this one? Just simple songs. He was on dope. Tommy Rowe. He was on a little bit of dope. Yeah. He was smoking. He was doing some LSD. But it's so hard to talk to you with fellas hanging around you all the time. I want you for my sweet pet. Yeah, you're doing LS Dizzy. That's what you were doing it. Yeah, but it's no different. And then you go to the 70s. Yeah. Everybody was fucking Tom Jones. Everybody. Come on, everybody. The lights on your face by your window. I saw the flickering shadows 
Everybody when it hits this one, hitch it, pitch it, pitch it. She is my woman. <laughs> As she deceived me, I watched and went out of my mind. My, my, my now, of course, now we can't, you know, they can't all be the same thing. They, you know? It can't all be sweet and, you know, wonderful. <laughs> Mix has got to change. It's got to change. You know, can't all be sweet and, you know. Music has to evolve. And this, you know, there's something. And uh, I guarantee you, you know, fucking Lil Pilk. What was his name? Lil Puke. What's his name? <laughs> Lil, Lil Pump. <laughs> Lil Puke. <laughs> I'm probably going to get some. You know what would funny? How, how funny would it be if, like, you know, hard copy. Not hard copy. Fuck, that's dating myself right now. What's the one with um, uh, Harvey Levin? Uh, the... Not uh, what is it? Uh, TMZ, TMZ. How funny would it be if fucking somebody listened to this show about me fucking with little puke, little pimp, what was it? What little pump? That's whatever the fuck his name. And then this show fucking hit big, and I'm like, how fucking funny would that be? Uh, today on TMZ, local nobody. <laughs> Funny man Mark Scalia decided he was going to threaten Little Pump on air. Because after he saw a John Wick movie, he envisioned executing him in the same fashion. And I never said that. I never, I said I wouldn't do it. I would never do it. I don't have that in my body. Like if somebody really pissed me off, I might be inventive in a way to ruin their life. But as far as the other stuff goes, fucking hell no. I mean, I don't count. I don't have the fucking time. I don't have the fucking time. I really don't. But if it happened that way, and all of a sudden people are interviewing me, like, is it is it true that you called out little little <laughs> inspired by John Wick? Is it true that you that you were inspired by John Wick to do something to Little Pump? And I, <laughs> my first thing would be, who, who the fuck is Little Pump? Who's that? <laughs> and I go, oh. The Gucci gang. Oh, Gucci gang. That little shit? Fuck it. Whatever. <laughs> Nobody. He will not be remembered. He just won't. It's impossible. Let him get his 15 seconds. You know? Let him get. Like Kesha. If I said Kesha in two years. You know something? I will. I'll <laughs> say two years from this very day. I will say the name Kesha and see who remembers it. And it was like, oh my God, she's terrible. She's high. She's on E. She's that. She, she's gonna be fucking gone. Not that she's got, something's gonna happen to her. She'll be out of the limelight. Don't worry about it. And this won't be a fucking footnote. It'll be like you know, it's not even a good enough song. Like you know, like Kaja Gugu. Like it's it's like that obscure groups from the eighties. Kesha with a dollar sign. <laughs> yeah, most of it went up her nose. Anyway. 
I'm going to regroup. <laughs> this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to take a third and final break, and then I'm going to wrap the show. Because I want to make sure that TMZ is not sending me vulgar emails at this moment. <laughs> which they're probably not. Which I hope they're not. That'll be interesting. We'll be right back. You're listening to Radio Regardless. Love food and wine? Get to know Salem Mass in a fun and delicious way. Join me on a Salem food tour. Our five-star rated walking tour gives guests the perfect opportunity to enjoy an afternoon with friends or coworkers. Great for locals and visitors, our tours book in advance and can be crafted for your special event. For more information on our tours and to make reservations, please visit us at SalemFoodTours.com. To leave a question or comment, call the Radio Irregardless hotline at 978-219-9294. And you're back at Radio Regardless with me, your host, Mark Scalia. Hey, guys, it's been a fun show. I've had uh, much more fun than I thought it would. And it always happens like that. Like, I I was just like, oh, my God, I'm so tired. I just want to I just want to cancel it. <laughs> Hold on a second. It's <laughs> it's Kesha. That's pronounced key dollar sign. Ha. <laughs> How do you defame Kasha Gugu? <laughs> I'm too shy to defame them. Womp womp. That's funny. Yeah, Kesha and I'm... (laughs) My brother spelled his name, for those of you listening on the podcast. He's Christopher, so he spells it C-R-I dollar sign T-0-P-H-3-R. The funny thing is my... T dollar sign M. <laughs> the funny thing is my wife and I, when we come back from New York, we're in the car and we're listening to like college radio because that's like the only channel we could get. And these guys, they're playing things and essentially they sound like the cure, but they're not as good. And I started, <clears throat> I started doing this riff about going, oh yes, this is, this is the group. And uh, and I'm, I'm part of the group, and, the, and we have a the name of our band is like a symbol, and uh, it's actually a forward question mark, and then a backwards question mark, and the name of the group is called Huh. <laughs> my wife, my wife almost swerved and hit a fucking pole. <laughs> it's the C. The C is a scent sign. But I'm so glad I did the show. And again, I was tired. And I didn't want to do it. I was gonna, I was gonna bag the whole thing. But guys, it's not that I didn't want to. I just, I was tired. And but every time we do the show, and I have to, I, I, and I, I hate to say this on air. So, but I'll just say it. But sometimes when I'm not in the mood to do it, and then I do it, I feel so much better. So, guys, thank you so much for cheering me up and and welcoming me back. And and thanks for coming back. And I know we were off a couple of weeks, but it's uh, it's been a lot of fun. So, and Kim is. Dollar sign A-N plus zero. <laughs> That's the new thing. That's I'm telling you. From this point forward, everyone has got to use symbols in their name that represent their name. And my name, I'll find it like a Dutch. I'll sound like a, like a Dutch penny or something like that. We'll work it out. But let me tell you where I'm going to be this weekend. Not a lot going on. 
Thursday and Friday, I'm off. I'm trying to get, uh, I might have something on Friday. But Saturday night, I'll be at the Queen City Rotary Club at the Comedy Bowl fundraiser in Manchester, New Hampshire. As always, if you want to be a sponsor or guest, leave a question or comment. Email the show, radioirregardless at gmail.com. Call the hotline, 978-219-9294. Hey, guys, we'll see you next week. This has been Radio Irregardless with Mark Scalia, your non-standard blend of irrespective listening and regardless enjoying. Radio Irregardless was written, directed, and produced by Mark Scalia and broadcast live via Mixler.com. I'd like to thank my on-air guests as well as all the online listeners for their comments. The Radio Irregardless theme, If Only I Had a Pen, was written and composed by Derek Dupuis. All music and audio clips used, property of their respective copyright owners. All material and content, property of MS Enterprises and copyrighted 2017. All rights reserved. Listen to previously aired episodes of Radio Irregardless by downloading from iTunes. Thank you for listening. Hello, hello.